Hello and welcome to the World Fellows podcast. My name is Emma Skye and I'm director of the World Fellows program at Yale. My guest today is Rufaro Modimu, social entrepreneur and youth development enthusiast who currently directs NK Make Your Mark, a leadership development organization in South Africa. Rufaro, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Emma. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be passionate about youth development in Africa? Sure. So I was born and raised in Zimbabwe, and my parents were very passionate about education and making sure that we had as many opportunities as possible in, in our lives, in the world, um, and, get, and got exposure to many different things. So that was really important for me to realize. And that's why I'm passionate about especially working with young people is that I think that every young person needs to be able to access that information, those resources, have that ability and possibility to um, explore the world and to, and to come into their own, which my parents really gave me a good foundation for. Um, I was also really intrigued by the world. So I read a lot. I read a lot of books growing up. Um, and I got particularly um, interested in journalism and news. I thought the news was so incredible. And it led me to have a really global perspective. So when I was 16, I went to live in, um, I, I did the Rotary Youth Exchange and lived in the USA, like by myself, with different families. Um, but just this curiosity about not being where I am from and not necessarily always being static. Um, so even going, like after that, going back to school in Zimbabwe and then, you know, applying for scholarships to go to school in North America or elsewhere. So it was almost this idea of having this global perspective from a very young age. Um, and exploring that. And another piece is around service and serving others. So my parents have always really um, helped and supported a lot of other family. Um, and so they've kind of cornered the market on that. So for me, I think of how do I serve my community? And because of my global perspective, service became about um, Africa, so the country and then my continent. Um, and so that's one of the things that I'm, I'm particularly interested in. And I had an early experience doing that with the Harare Junior City Council and seeing the power of, you know, young people being able to come together and planning and doing things. So I wanted to be able to emulate that and to grow that to be bigger. Um, so I just think for me, youth development in Africa is like one, being a young person from Africa, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about it. The second is the future is African. If you think about the fact that, you know, there's 1.4 billion pe um, people in the, on the African continent, and it is the only growing population in the world right now. It's the only continent that is like actively growing and 50% of that 1.4 billion is young people, is people under the age of 35. 
And so if you want to actually have, in my view, an impact on the future, if you want to realize um, positive outcomes, you have to be working with young people in Africa or doing something that engages young people in Africa. So that for me is why I'm so passionate about it and passionate about trying to make that happen in my, um, seeing those changes happen in my lifetime. So can you tell us more about your organization, NK Make Your Mark, and its mission, which is to bridge socioeconomic inequality and really connect, equip and inspire young people in South Africa? Yes. Thank you for that question. Um, so what's fascinating is I came across NK, in the, and I feel a lot of people come across NK Make Your Mark, in quite random ways. And you just fall in love with what the organization is really about. Like, so when we talk about connecting people, it's about connecting people across the socioeconomic spectrum. It's the idea that to help each other and to see, um, and to see how we can improve our communities we need to understand each other and be connected to each other. Um, the second part is to equip. And so what we look at is equipping with skills that are not traditionally taught in school. So it is, so when we're thinking about um, equipping, we look at equipping with an entrepreneurial mindset, with the with about thinking about solving problems and engaging with others to solve those problems about the social and emotional competencies that young people have and how that can actually transform and contribute to transforming their lives economically. And then inspire is to inspire bias towards action. So enke means ink in Setswana and it means grab it or take it. So if it's pronounced inke, it means grab it or take it in Sutu. So what we're also doing is trying to inspire people to kind of write their own futures and grab and take opportunities. And the way that we do that is through programming, specifically focusing on youth and youth leadership. Um, so our high school program called Trailblazer looks at how do we prevent um, the issue of young people who are not in education, employment or training. It's one of the biggest issues it for, for African youth right now is this large cohort of young people who don't know, or who are not employed, who are not at school, and who are not effectively contributing to their, to their country's communities. And so we want to prevent that because if you are able to do that, then you have less people who are entering into this and are actually able to contribute. So our high school program called Trailblazer is about prevention. Um, our program for youth who are post-school and unemployed is about response. So we look at how do we respond to an existing issue and what can we do to contribute to reducing um, the impact of that issue on young people. So how do we get them to really have an idea of how to re-engage with the economic system, with school, with employment, with life, with entrepreneurship, and getting the pathway to that. And then our last thing is looking at a systems approach. So how do we contribute effectively in the system? So Enke is one of the founding members of a collaboration of organizations called the Youth Development Collaboration South Africa. 
And I'm, I'm currently the, well, I'm sabbatical as the chairperson of the YD CoLab. And it's really at how do we use systems approaches to one, give voice to the impact of youth development organizations, but also how do we collaborate to advance those changes? Because some of the youth development organizations are actually doing quite a lot of work in the sector and in the economy, but it's not as well recognized. Um, and then we're also sharing our knowledge. So our collaboration and systems work is to work in building a systems approach and an organization that does that. The other one is to teach and to train other organizations. So we have a community partners initiative where we actually train organizations to use our models in their communities themselves. So with that, um, we've been working and around since 2009 as NK, and we've had over 5,000 young people participate in our programs. Um, that number is going up quite substantially this year. We almost had about 6,000 this year. And their work has had an impact on over 113,000 people. And it just speaks to the power of just investing in like those young people that the, amp the amplifier of what that can achieve is so essential and important. So that for me is why Inca's work is so powerful and why I'm so passionate about it because it aligns with so much about what I believe is necessary in youth development and in the approaches that we use. You know, young people in Africa face really significant challenges and yet they can play a role in driving socioeconomic transformation. They are the potential new leaders of Africa. How do you ensure that they build not just the skills, but the confidence in themselves that they can really contribute to a better country, a better continent? I think I can only speak to my own experience. So the first one, I think, and I really thought about this as three things. The first is investing in learning and development. And I really stay away from that as education because I think education is now kind of a formalized system that can be limiting for a lot of African youth who might not be able to access that. Um, but... For me, what I've seen is young people who engage in their own learning and development, who are exposed to opportunities to develop themselves and learn from each other and others, whether that's formally or informally, they actually become those amplifiers for change. The second one that I was thinking of is to fund. <laughs> so to actually provide, so it's not just we're giving these resources, but it's also around actually, there are incredible ideas that are being generated by young innovators in Africa now. And if those are just funded and, um, and provided with the platform necessary to grow those ideas, to make them a reality, there's going to be so much change that can take place. And I think often we don't, we actually need to like just put our money where our mouth is versus um, and put in that money versus um, just giving people, oh wait, giving you the learning and development. And this happens a lot with like incubators and things, but you actually just need to put money behind um, incredible African youth 
And the third thing is to believe, which sounds a little bit kind of airy-fairy, but I think often what happens, especially when we're talking about youth in Africa, is there's a tokenism that takes place. It's, oh, wait, we're fine. We have the young person in the room. Oh, wait, we're fine. We have, you know, the faces there. And it becomes a token versus the real, like actually recognizing the reality beyond potential that is actually being realized by having that person in the room. And we come from a culture that, you know, the elders are the ones who speak, the young people need to sit back. But if we are going to realize this future, the young people need that space and need to be at the table and respected for being at that table and being able to contribute. But we can only do that if we believe that that is what is happening and not be tokenistic about that. And I think if we're able to combine all of those things, as well as everything else, like solving all of the socioeconomic issues, I do think that it will be possible. And I would really like to see Agenda 2063, the Africa we want. It's a beautiful plan for the Africa that I think many people want to see. But we also need the good governance that will back making that plan a reality and making sure that young people are at the table um, and, and are aware of it and are at the table to contribute. So what gives you hope for the future of Africa and the future of the next generation of African leaders? What gives me the greatest hope is the young people that I work with every day. Um, that I've been able to be exposed to. Um, even while I've been here, hearing the stories of all of these incredible youth who see an issue in their community and want to come together and are building something. I think we often hear so much of the negative. Um, so for example, one of the programs we run right now is a volunteer program. Um, we've had, which people volunteer and they receive a stipend. We've had issues with paying stipends, but what has astounded me is the commitment of these young people showing up to volunteer, um, despite, you know, not having the, necessarily the money because they see more than the money that they're getting, but also what they're learning, um, how they're contributing, how they're improving the their community just through that. And so I used to say often that I live in a very different world where I see the best of young people all the time. And as a result, I have greater hope and a greater optimism for my countries that, I, that I'm from and that I live in, as well as the continent that I'm so passionate about. So there is that hope. And I think also people are starting to realize and invest in the African continent, um, in young people, more that, that concretely as well. So I see those changes happening. And now for me, it's how do I accelerate them? Well, thank you, Rufaro, and best of luck for the future. Thank you so much, Emma.